on the All-American Dream podcast, we are a team of title experts on a mission to provide valuable and tangible advice that will help you grow into the best version of yourself, both personally and professionally. This kind of growth takes time and effort, but we're here for the long haul and ready to put in the work. Are you? Today on the podcast, we have Mike Arpold and Eric Hermanson from Contract for Deed LLC, and I'm super excited to learn all about this new program. I'm so excited to have you both here with me today. So let's just first um, go and introduce your guys' selves, a little bit about yourself and how you ended up where you are right now. Go ahead, Eric. Take it away. (laughs) Uh, My name is Eric Hermanson, and uh, we started uh, Contract for Deed about three years ago. Um, I've been in real estate for 20 plus years, uh, own 200 plus units, and uh, I've been an active investor, realtor, uh, developer um, for those years, and um, just kind of saw a need uh, in the Contract for Deed and being able to provide people with lending who are good clients and good borrowers that just didn't fit into the, the box that banks do, and that's kind of how this whole, uh, whole thing was formed. Love that. Yeah, my name is Mike Arvold. Um, for those of you that don't know, I have a successful mortgage team. I've been in mortgage for 15 plus years. And I think that's where, uh, when Eric called me to get into the contract for deed space, I just got sick of not being able to approve really good families. So people that have down payment, have a good job, um, you know, have the assets to buy a home, but Let's say they have credit issues, a recent divorce, bankruptcy, uh, new to the United States, whatever the reason was, we just couldn't help them. So getting into the contract for deed space allowed us to not only just help the traditional pre-approved buyers now, but we can help everybody get into a home. That's awesome. And let's kind of just start off by explaining exactly what a contract for deed is. We have a lot of different listeners on this show. And even though in our worlds, we're like, well, we know what that is. Some people might be like, what is that again? What does that mean again? Right? Yeah. So essentially a contract for deed is just a, another form of financing, alternative financing to buy real estate. Um, and you can use it to buy commercial real estate. You can use it to buy residential real estate. Um, but essentially we're taking position of the bank. So instead of going to a bank to get financing, you're coming to us and using our good credit, our assets and our uh, relationships with our commercial lenders to secure the property. And then you do a closing, we record it with the title company, and then it's essentially your property. Mm -hmm. Um, If you wanted to sell it a week later, you could do that. You take advantage of all the equity in the property. And at some point, you just have to refinance to get us off of it. Right. That's all. Makes total sense. I love that. So everybody's going to want to know a few success stories. Give us some good examples on how this program has helped families that you have worked with purchase real estate. Oh, man. We got so I'm many. sure you got so many. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk about the the Tesla one? Yeah. So we, yeah. So this is, a, I mean, any any realtor out there who's, who's done a number of transactions has had a, something fall apart kind of right at the end, whether it's... Um, you know, a change of job or, you know, income verification. We had a client who uh, decided to, she thought that she could purchase a, a Tesla as long as it was through her business and it wouldn't hit her credit, but she still personally guaranteed it. So we were set to close and it screwed up their DTI. She didn't have any issues doing it. She owned her own business and was very successful, but her business was like in skyrocket mode. Mm. So if you look at the past two years, averages, it wasn't as much as like what she's making now. So she right. for sure could afford the property, but with the underlying or the, the uh, approval guidelines um, with that Tesla in, in place, 
uh, it, it knocked her out of financing. So she was like, her their house was under contract, movers were already paid for, the pe- person buying their house was already set up to be moving in, and the house they were moving into was due to close, and it was like all of this stuff, and it was just, it was going to be a solid no. Like they were going to have to try and sell the Tesla or try and do something to, to get out of it. Yeah. So we, we stepped in, did a, a, a really short-term one just to bridge that financing for a year until she could uh, prove that other income to refinance. That's awesome. Yeah, and we've had multiple situations where, so let's say you're a buyer yep. and um, you and your husband, right? And let's say he, you own a home, he owns a home. You guys had homes prior to getting married. Then you guys got married. You're living in one, um, but you still have the other one and you want to buy another one together, a new house for you guys. Yeah. Right? Well, having all of those mortgages, it's going to make your debt to income ratio a little high. Yeah. So we had a client in the same situation that on the house that they wanted to buy, they made a contingent offer on both sales. And the listing agent said in the seller, we don't want to accept any contingent offers. So they were able to use our service right. essentially. Um make the offer. We got the offer accepted. They bought the house and then they sold their houses after they moved in. Everything worked out perfectly and they had it with us for less than a year. So Wow, that's yeah. perfect. And then give her the details on the roofing, the guy who owned a roofing company and they were they were getting quoted from the bank. Oh, the I-10. I, the I-10. Yeah, uh, we work with a lot of Latinos in that uh-huh. community and um, I-10 loans are really big in that, in that space and they were getting quoted eight points so from the bank, eight points, and I think the interest rate was over nine percent for sure. It was it was eight points, and then there was a three and a half point on the back, so it was a combined total of eleven and a half points they were going to get charged. Yeah, so by the bank. Oh, right. so and, then, and the the interest rate was in the tens. Yeah, and our our partner or our real estate partner called us, and we did it for three percent. That's our fee if someone brings twenty percent down. We charge three percent up front, and our interest rate is right around nine and a half, and it, it was. I mean, it saved them thousands of dollars. Right. Yeah, and we were able to get it done quicker, a lot less documentation that we needed, but it was it was very easy. So. That's a good question, too, for like, because obviously you've done these quite quickly, especially mm-hmm. with that even Tesla situation. <laughs> so what are the, the qualifications for somebody to be able to do this? Like, So Mike's a traditional lender, so he everyone who comes through runs through his traditional under, you know, approval process. Because at the end of the day, we've had people come and look for a contract for deed with us. Mike's ran everything and like, hey, we can get you in a regular one. It's a lot more affordable. At the end of the day, we're trying to look out for the customer. We're you know we're trying to be the good guys out there basically. So we're we've made an agreement like if he can ever get someone approved for a regular loan, like obviously run with that first. Right. Um, but you go through the whole approval process with them, and yeah, we just go from there. Yeah, it's. Uh I mean, I've been in mortgage business for over 15 years. Um, I, before that, I was working for a credit union and Wells Fargo. So me running credit, me being very good with that side of things and wearing mm-hmm. my underwriting hat, uh, I'm very good with that. So when a client first calls us, I'll make them fill out my traditional mortgage application. Um, I will pull their credit. Now, credit doesn't matter for us as much on right. the contract for deed side, but I also do free credit repair for clients to help them because mm-hmm. at some point they're going to want to refinance out of the contract for deed. Right. So I'll do that for them, um, and that'll tell me kind of what their debt-to-income ratio is. We'll collect pay stubs, tax returns, bank statements, just to verify everything and make sure if they're self-employed, their business is doing good. Mm-hmm. We don't care as much on the bottom line of a business, but we care of cost of goods sold, is the business making money? You know, if they're just writing off expenses, we understand why they're doing that, mm-hmm. to pay less to the IRS. So 
but we, um, yeah, we take it very seriously. And I mean, I had what we had three clients last week that we actually had to turn down. So right. it's we're not helping anybody, and these clients had twenty percent down, and they were like, "We're ready to go," and it just it wasn't a good fit. It would have mm-hmm. it would have put them in a really bad situation. And we're, right at the end of the day, we've never taken a house back from anyone. We don't want to. Right. And so we're we really try to underwrite everyone to make sure we're not putting someone in a in a unattainable situation where they can't make these payments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of contract for deed hard money lenders out there that. I feel like their goal is to acquire more assets uh, and take homes back from people, and we don't want to do that. So right. the pr- pr- um, pred- predatory lending is huge out there right now. Mm-hmm. So we want to just make sure we're doing everything by the book. We're very transparent. Uh, communication is really, really good, and our service is really good. So we just want to be keep everything above table, make it all really good, and never take a house back from anybody. So we just want to help. Just out of curiosity, how do most people find out about your company contract for the side of things? Um, like if they don't normally go through you for then you to suggest it, you know, like well, what that's is, why we're here. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Share this podcast yeah. with everybody you know. Yeah, exactly. Right. But I just wonder like how, like let's say a traditional lender, you know, someone's denied by the traditional lender. They don't, can't prove the right paperwork or whatever. They've got the money, but you know how that goes. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, oh, I guess I can't. I mean, how would they know of all these other options? What would a typical lender other than yourself suggest then if they can't, you know, would they just be like, sorry, or, you know? Yeah. Um, the biggest one, I mean, we've been going after a lot of real estate agents. So with our program, well, the reason we're going after real estate agents is because we can help agents close six to 12 more deals per year. Yes. Right. Which is massive. I mean, if you're a real estate agent out there and you're struggling with business, um, you know, a lot of agents business has gone down from last year, Mm -hmm. obviously, but, um, every real estate agent right now is focusing on that traditional buyer. Everyone's looking for a buyer that has a little bit of down payment, can go yep. conventional, good credit scores, good debt to income ratio, has been on their job for over two years, right? Every agent. Mm-hmm. So when we talk to agents, we say, that's great, keep doing that. But you know, 50% of buyers out there right now are non-traditional. They have money for down payment, They're, they have credit issues, recent divorce, bankruptcy, new to the United States, whatever the reason is, but they wanna buy homes. So if you start focusing on the other side of non-traditional buyers, you can easily increase how many units you're doing or your production for 2024. So when we go after these agents, a lot of the time, if one of their clients struggles or the ball gets dropped, you know, a week, two weeks before closing, you know, they'll reach reach out to other agents that they know to see if they have a a solution. And usually one person would have a solution of contract for deed. Mm -hmm. So, or if you just go on Google and look up, you know, alternative, financing options or a contract for deed or something like that will pop up. So Yeah, but it's like the quicker that you can have a solution for your client. And it's just like one one other objection that they can have a solution oh, for yeah. too. And to know the right people and know know them personally, I think speaks volumes. Um, so yeah, everybody should reach out to you that's a real estate agent. Yeah. <laughs> wink wink. Yeah, that's and that's a big one too. And I think it's helped our company is because I've been doing mortgage lending for over 15 years. I've worked with the majority of real estate agents here in Minnesota. And Mm -hmm. for everybody that knows me and my mortgage business, the service is six stars, right? The communication is good. So all of the files that we've been doing now for contract for deed, they're like, 
you know, we love what you're doing because I trust you. I trust that you do well in mortgage and I know that you're going to do well in contract for deed. So they're open arms. You know, we've went and met with some of the top brokers here in Minnesota already. Jeff and Lindsay with England Vocals. Yeah. We went and talked to them. But love if them. they didn't know who I was, though, and didn't understand my service on the traditional mortgage side, they probably wouldn't have let us come in and talk to their team. You know right. what I mean? So because I have that following with real estate agents and my mortgage team, a lot of agents are like, yeah, come on in. Tell me more about this because we know you already. Right. So, yeah, yeah it it's, works It's out. only to their benefit. 100%. Yeah. I mean, if I'm a team lead and I have a team of 2, 5, 10, 20, 30, 40 agents, I want them to be more successful. If you can provide me a product that can make them more successful and help close 6 to 12 more deals per person, mm-hmm. they're going to help more clients, right? They're going to make more money for their family. And I'm also going to do better with the team and our numbers are going to get better. So why wouldn't, why wouldn't somebody exactly. you know, be open arms about now, it? Now, do you feel though that there is some brokerages and teams that have in-house lending? Is that feel like a little bit of a competition in any way? I don't think so because what you're doing is entirely different. However, you know how it is sometimes. They're like, well, we don't want to yep. invite someone else in and they're going to really like him and suddenly start using him. I mean. <laughs> so it's funny because I had a meeting um with a Keller Williams agent on Friday and they have in-house lending and he knows who I am. And when I emailed him, he said, I am really glad when you emailed me, it was about something other than traditional mortgage lending yes. because we have our own in-house lenders. Right. So, and I really like you, Mike. So like when I saw your email, I was like, yes, I can have him come in here and I can talk to him right. um, without hurting the in-house partners at all. Because at the end of the day, when a client comes to us, I don't make them you know, hey, you have to use no. me for the refinance, yeah. right? We don't burn any bridges. Um, if a lender, you know, sends over a file to us, we put notes in our system. So, you know, a couple months, three months before the contract is going to expire, we reach out to that lender to let them know, hey, reach back out to them, start working on getting the application ready because, you know, you can do the refinance here coming up. We don't, I don't, I don't make people do that. We don't want to do that. Yeah, I mean, our, our goal at the end of the day is to grow the contract for deed business. So yep. we wanted to put systems in place to act as a resource. I mean, at the end of the day, the the person borrowing it is, te- is technically our client. Mm-hmm. But our real client is actually those loan officers and realtors because we're trying to help build their business. Right. So, I mean, every realtor out there is basically a resource for their client. Whether yes. it's, I mean, you close a deal and they're calling, hey, do you know anyone who fixes garage doors or... You know, yeah. where would you go get carpeting or whatever? So you're, I mean, you're a resource for them. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, the loan officer is the same way. So we want to be, that, that's why we put these systems in place to reach back out to them, make sure they keep the deal. Because at the end of the day, that's where our, that's where our leads come from or from them. And we're not, we're not going to burn those bridges. No. Yeah. I, mean, I think we have four deals right now in our pipeline that close this month and next month that have come from uh, mortgage professionals. So we have like people at my office at Refined, we have three that have sent deals over to us yep. to save the day, close the deal and all that. And and they, I think when I was talking to one, he said, well, you know, you're obviously gonna keep that refinance, right? You know, and he said it yeah. like that. And I said, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know, I'm gonna give it back to you. We have notes in our system already. I don't, I don't need to do that. Now, if the client comes to us and finds us on Google or Facebook or something like yeah. that, I'll let them know that I do mortgages because I always do up front. I have to, you know, it's mm-hmm. in our paperwork and all of that. But if they want to work with me at the end because they've enjoyed the service, of course I'll help them, right? But if they 
if we get the lead from someone, we're giving it right back, 100%. Right, that and, makes total sense. And I would say like 90% of people are very unfamiliar with contract for deed. They don't even know what's an option. Right. Mm -hmm. So these lenders who, I mean, how much more can you build someone's trust than when you're trying to get a loan done and you and you go to your client and say, listen, I can't do it, but I, I know someone who can. I, I'm not a part of it, but you're referring them over. I mean, the, it builds a lot of trust with the client and the loan officer too. Yeah, that's and that's exactly what they need to yep. do. So what kind of support and guidance do you provide these families throughout the entire process of this program? What can they oh, expect? <laughs> it's good, yeah. So when I got, I'll say this, I've been in partners with you guys now for a little over a year. And when I got into the contract for deed space, it was, I didn't know a ton about it. I knew mm -hmm. it was an alternative financing option, but it was it was very bar napkin-ish. Meaning, yeah. you know, when I, I think when I first got in, in the first deal, it was like, here, here's a piece of paper. Here's the deal, Mike. You know, here's all the info. And I was like, what is this? They would get their final numbers and know what it was when you're sitting down at the closing. Like the day of closing. Yeah. And, and uh, Mike, yeah, Mike was like, no, we need all this stuff up front. And even like our title is like, that's not how these are done. They just figure it out at closing. And he's like, no, there's surprises. We need to be totally transparent. Yeah. We're changing how this is being done. So um, he's been a huge asset coming on board. And and uh, getting our processes in place. So. Yeah, I was I was just shocked. I was like, wait, so you guys, you you don't give somebody an estimated fee worksheet like up front right when they find the property, right? Because how it works is if someone calls us, I run all the numbers to make sure they can afford it, to make yeah. sure they're pre-approved essentially, right? And then they go out and find the house and they use their real estate agent. You know, we don't make them use our in-house agents or anything like that. They go find the house. They let me know, hey, we found this house. This is the one we want. Can you run numbers on it? I'll run numbers to let them know what the estimated payment is, just like a traditional yeah. mortgage, right? But before that, it in the contract for deed space, that's not a thing. They'll just say, here's the house I want. We'll buy it. We'll let you know what your cash due at closing is, like the day of closing. You'll bring it and, yeah. you know, here you go. But we do, yeah, we do estimated fee worksheets uh, within 48 hours after we get an offer accepted. Once we're balanced uh, with our title company and with our lender, once we have all the final numbers, I'll give them a final fee, uh, fee worksheet probably like three days, two days before closing. Mm -hmm. And they also get the paper, the contract for deed paperwork that they can review with an attorney, with their family. They get that ahead of time too. So at closing, it's not like, well, what's this? I've never seen this before. And they have to, you know what I mean? They yeah. get it weeks in advance, you know? So we're, again, transparency, yeah. six-star service, communication. And I also let the agents know um, weekly, usually through the process of what's going on. Hey, we got the appraisal back. Uh, we'll have the final approval next week, something like that. So, I love that level of communication. When you asked how people can find us, too, yeah. we're on social media. So we're on Instagram, uh, Facebook, TikTok, so you guys can find us, Contract for what's Deed. Your, what's your LLC. handle or your TikTok, and how can people, they just type your name in? Will um, it come up or no? Contract for Deed, LLC. Contract it's for Deed, LLC. Or find me. Um, it's on all my stuff. You can easily yeah. see it. So. Which I was going to say, where can people find like educational resources or to learn more about this? Or maybe they even have somebody in mind right now that they're like, you know what? This friend of mine It'd should know perfect. about this or whatever, yeah. right? Like, what's the best go-to spot for them, for them to even get them just a little bit of something to read up on? Our website. Okay. Yeah. Our website. And then, uh, yeah, they could reach out to either one of us as well. We can answer any questions that they that they would have. Yeah, and our website has um, a button that switches the whole website to Spanish too. So we try to make sure it's good for everybody. Genius. So, Are right? you bilingual? No, I wish. No. Well, <laughs> más o menos. 
<laughs> Soso? Right? Somewhat. When yeah. I'm in Mexico and I've had a couple. It's amazing yes. when you pick up, isn't yes. it? Yes. They just blend right in. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. when I'm, when I like first get to Mexico and I'm sober, absolutely not. I'm just like, <laughs> what are you saying? But I have taken five years of Spanish yeah. um, in college. So I went, I'm an Augsburg grad. So mm-hmm. when I was in Augsburg, I had to take a couple years or a couple semesters, I should say. And then in high school, I took Spanish. Yeah. And I wish I knew it. Like, I want to know Spanish so bad. That's the one yeah. thing I always tell oh. everybody. I'm like, if I could redo it again, like, I would I would completely pay attention and actually learn Spanish. Yeah. But I did, such though. A great That's time. like, even in and high school, still- <laughs> it's unless, so. Five years. Ago. Unless you're in the community, right? Unless you're in a Hispanic community or you live in Mexico or uh-huh. you live in Florida or you live in California and you're actively speaking to people that are speaking to you in Spanish, it's so hard to retain, though. Yeah. I mean, Eric. Your kids. I mean, how old are your kids? You said five? Eight, eight, seven, and five, and they're all in Spanish immersion classes. Wow, that's they, incredible. They Good for them, though. They take every every class, like math, everything's in Spanish. I love that, though. Yeah, and they're fluent. Like, they can they can literally speak. Have It's, yeah. it's just incredible. If I could go back, I wish. They can be the little translators for your business. Yeah. We bring them. We bring <laughs> oh them to the closings. Ten more years. <laughs> that's it's, hilarious. It's so cool, though, and that's what I wish, you know, I think we're all roughly the same age. It'd be... I wish they did things different yeah. when we were in school. I wish they focused more on, you know, business and international business and different languages and things like that because I just, I feel so dumb when I only know English. I really do. Like, and I'll go meet people and it's like some of our business partners, yeah, you speak French or five, something. six, yeah, seven languages and I'm like, oh my God, I'm just going to get out more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, there will be, AI is going to get so powerful that I think it'll be like the matrix where you can get a chip and yeah. instantly like install a chip or something and you know all the languages so i'm hoping i'm still alive for that because i'm gonna do that for sure <laughs> and then we'll be clo- we'll be cloning ideas. ourselves you don't think no. that you don't think that's gonna happen <laughs> i don't want you to go down this wormhole oh my god we'll be talking for another hour okay any other like final words or things people need to know or that you want yeah, I mean, listeners to hear about you or tra- i mean our traditional uh contract for deeds 20 percent down we can okay. do, we can help people who are you know don't have that quite we can go all the way down to 10 percent. we have a 10 percent and a 15 percent option as well mm-hmm. obviously the fees are a little bit different normally we do 20 percent, but you know at the end of the day we're here to help so right at least have the conversation yep. to find out yeah and um and we do commercial so commercial residential yep. uh, investment properties second homes multi and just units, minnesota right? uh, minnesota okay. and wisconsin okay. we'll touch but normally we like to stick to minnesota but we have mm-hmm. ventured into wisconsin um, but yeah, we'll do anything as long as it makes sense. And, um, yeah, our turn times as quick as 10 days. Usually we can close as quickly as 10 days and, uh, it's a great program. I mean, yeah. we, it's transparent. We're just, uh, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. So it's, I'm yeah. lucky to, to have that program and be a part of it. It's pretty cool at closings. Cause a lot of these people who were helping do it, like just didn't think that they'd ever be able to buy it. They thought they were going to be forever renters. Yeah. So like, and a lot of these people, and this is kind of where a lot of the realtors have seen a lot of value in it, is they'll find a, a client, like we helped a, a guy who has a roofing company. Yeah. And uh, he's not from here, doesn't have a social security card, so he didn't think there was a possibility for him to buy a house. 
and we helped them buy a house, and then he referred three of his other buddies over. That's what it's about. Yeah. Because they know people. People with those needs tend to know other people with those needs. Yeah. And so it's been... It's been really cool to like see the closings and yeah. you know they br- they bring the whole family in yeah. and they're like literally closing on it. The kids are like, we own a house. Oh, like, yeah. we I bring mean, a gift really cool. for them. You know, we have a yeah. gift basket. Everyone that knows me and mortgage knows I bring a gift basket, so we do the mm-hmm. same thing with this. And yeah, it's it's super fun to see everybody happy and knowing that it's a possibility to own a property. So, yeah, and it's really common in other countries. That's the thing. So people, we're yeah. we're big in with the Ukraine, uh, Russian you know, Hispanic and stuff like that. When people come over, they know exactly what contract for deed is mm-hmm. because that's what they do in the other countries. Banks are really not that big in other countries. So you're either buying it in cash, borrowing money from family or friends or doing mm-hmm. some sort of contract for deed. So. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining yeah, me today. We thank learned you. so much. I appreciate it. Thank appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the All-American Dream Podcast. We hope you loved it as much as we did. For more content, please follow us on Instagram at All-American Dream Podcast. And for title resources, please visit us at allamericantitleco.com. We look forward to chatting with you soon. 